0: yay we're back welcome back we are the the k K and k K twins twins. i'm kathleen i'm kim so we're here to talk more about codependency last time we talked about some causes of codependency we talked about the difference between a functional and a dysfunctional family Mm -hmm. so we're going to explore a little bit more just to really get a good grasp on what codependency is because i it was hard for us to really grasp all the finer nuances of that so um, so the so the main thing to remember is that as a child you had basic needs that went unmet by those that were supposed to be meeting those needs. Yeah. Typically a parent. Okay.
1: Right. Not their fault, so, not malicious. Right? Just incapable. Incapable for whatever reason. There may we have been all did the best we right? could. Right? I mean because some of us have created codependent humans. Exactly. As
0: well. mm-hmm, exactly. So, um, so codependents long to be loved. Yes. That's just a basic human need. Okay. Mm-hmm. God created us that way. Mm-hmm. We desperately, desperately wanna create a sense of worth. And value and specialness everybody wants to feel like they're special yes. and every child should feel like they're special right. right so those are normal desires those are things that every person should have right. in their basic relationships this is how we figure out th- this is foundational this, this mm-hmm. is the foundation of who we are is when you're a child and you look to cues from your parents and mm-hmm. those your siblings, mm-hmm. to get your identity, yeah, to understand we who, who you are, who we are, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a solid foundation, you're just going to kind of flounder and float yeah. through the world. Yeah, you just are. So, um, unfortunately, there is a cycle of codependency that between a dysfunctional dependent person and the codependent person. Mm-hmm. Um, it is often called a circle dance. Yes, because it's the same steps over and over and over. Which are so harmful, yes, and hurtful and damaging, but we don't know how to change it. We We don't know how to fix it.
1: Same ridiculous outcome, and and then Mm -hmm. we can't figure out why we have we argue over the same things over and over again. Same arguments over and over.
0: Maybe with your spouse. Same thing over and over. It's
1: a dance, Mm -hmm. and um, unhealthy behaviors Mm -hmm. create unhealthy patterns. Right. Healthy behaviors create healthy patterns. (laughs) So those of us who are codependent have learned these unhealthy behaviors, mm-hmm. and we respond in an unhealthy way, we hear things in an unhealthy way, um, and we get triggered, which it's we'll talk about a whole nother uh, time. but we have It's a triggers.
0: vicious cycle. Yeah. It really is a vicious cycle. It's hard to break that dance. It's yeah. hard to fix it. We don't know what to do to fix it. And it feels normal yes we've been doing it so long that's why it's hard to fix it because it feels comfortable we don't like to be uncomfortable right we we talked to be uncomfortable to change there has to be discomfort in order to change you can't change without it right? right so it feels comfortable to be in the same pattern so what happens typically for codependence and dysfunctional dependence is you gravitate towards those people that will recreate that dysfunctional dynamic yes. that you were raised in. Yes, that's why so you marry
1: somebody like your father, Exactly. Or you marry somebody like your mother, because mm-hmm. that feels comfortable and that right? feels
0: normal. It feels normal, and it's comfortable. So even yeah. though it's abusive, like if you had an alcoholic father who was abusive, you could an marry an alcoholic, alcoholic who's also abusive, yeah. right? So because it's so comfortable and familiar, even though it's so painful. And wrong right? and unhealthy. Exactly. So you owe it to yourself and to your yeah, children and whoever yeah. to break that cycle. And you know what? it's cycle. enough even for ourselves,
1: right? Even Do if it we did not have children, it's right? enough for you to get to grab that healing and wholeness, right? You enough are worthy.
0: So really, codependents are harmed by a, dis, a dysfunctional dependence behavior. So a dependent person could be your parent, mm-hmm. it could be your mm-hmm. spouse or your partner, mm-hmm. maybe an employer, maybe a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could be an unhealthy relationship. They we may tend to
1: surround ourselves with these right? unhealthy people.
0: And, Sometimes it's narcissist. Mm-hmm. Narcissists tend to gravitate towards codependence mm-hmm. because they can control them, and codependents have this need to fix and rescue, which mm-hmm. narcissists sort of prey on and manipulate yeah. Yeah. to get that person to do what they want. Right. So um, the dysfunctional person may be a narcissist. They could be an addict. Mm-hmm. They could be mm-hmm. um, physically, verbally, emotionally, or sexually abusive. They may be a workaholic. They may be emotionally distant. They may be unable to express their emotions or their love or affection. Um, They may be indifferent to your partner or your child. That's so painful. painful. They may display any number of dysfunctional behaviors. But that's the dysfunctional dependent that the codependent person tends to so, circle around, mm-hmm. and you do this dance over and over,
1: yep, trying to meet every need and make sure they're okay and take care of them and right? help, help. The oh, helping help thing. We're gonna help them. We're gonna fix them. Oh my gosh! Isn't that like every fairy tale where the woman <laughs> goes in and rescues? Well, we talk about this. Or it's like charming. the whole Beauty and the Beast thing, right? Every girl thinks she's gonna make the Beast into a prince. Right? We are not going to make the Beast mm-hmm. into a prince. He's a yeah. he's he's a beast,
0: right? So, there's a reason they call them bad boys,
1: because yes. they're bad for
0: you. Yeah, <laughs> Because they're wounded. You cannot they're change them. You wounded. cannot love no. anybody
1: enough to change. Mm-mm. We all have to want our own change and right. that's the work that we're doing for ourselves and that we want to inspire and encourage mm. you to do because it's worth it. Exactly. The freedom on the other side is worth it.
0: It is. It is. It's worth being free. Breaking free of those chains. So, um, so those harmed by a dysfunctional dependent person's behavior. Are, we're driven by an out-of-balance sense of responsibility Oh yeah. again fix rescue help that dependent yes. person
1: they couldn't do anything if we didn't fix everything for them right I mean how are they gonna survive if we don't right? go and solve
0: every problem but this creates we have this need to be needed yes. we want to be needed so we gravitate to people who seem broken and need to be fixed yes. right not realizing that we're broken yes. our need to fix is our own wound,
1: right? And that our need to help them is right? actually crippling them. Yes,
0: exactly. They
1: actually need to be able to be self-sufficient. We cripp- we do this with our children a enabling. Lot. Mm-hmm. Enabling, it's exactly what that is. So but we're crippling them and we're creating these codependent people, right? Because we're enabling and mm-hmm. because we want to help and because mm-hmm. we desire to feel needed, mm-hmm. which is this is going to hurt when i say it, is selfish. Right. It is selfish, selfish when we put our own desire to be needed ahead of actually creating functional human beings and the health of your child, or de- you know? or a, a spouse, a spouse. Because right? then what happens
0: mm-hmm. is yep. we
1: created these dependent, emotionally mm-hmm. dependent, mm-hmm. financially dependent, however dependent spouses, and then we're really mad. Yep. Because we're tired and exhausted, angry and, and resentful. Been, but we created
0: doing, it. We created it. <laughs> that one uh-huh. hurts. That hurts. It hurts but people, I've done it. but it's real. I've done it. It is. I did we it for 25 it. years. Yep, we do that. We we need to be needed, mm-hmm. so we create that need, and then we try to fix it. And then when they do get too needy, and we're, we're they're just consuming all of our time and energy, yeah. we get angry and resentful. Yeah. So it's this vicious circle, it's, like we said. Doesn't it's that sound crazy? Crazy dynamic. That sound, right? It's crazy making. So, another book, another resource oh, yeah. that was helpful to us as we went through this journey, and it actually, Followed fairly um, well the chapters in the Untangling Relationships book. It's called Women Who Love Too Much, and this can apply to men too. Yeah. But Women Who Love Too Much by um, Robin Norwood. This is what it looks like. Go ahead and move it closer up there. Closer? Can you see it? Yeah. yeah can yeah. See it? Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's um, it. So Women Who Love Too Much, and it's fantastic because it's it's really case study after mm-hmm. case study. Mm-hmm. This woman was a counselor, and she began to just really understand this issue of codependency Mm -hmm. by doing case studies with these women. But what's really interesting is, towards the end of the book, she oh, yeah. did interviews with, with the men mm-hmm. that these women were codependent with mm-hmm. and understanding their perspective, mm-hmm. their family of origin, how they got wounded, yeah. how they became narcissistic mm-hmm. and manipulative and those kinds of things. It was super yes, it was mm-hmm. very interesting, dynamic yeah. to see how they view their codependent partner. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting. And,
1: and that the manipulation and the control was very deliberate.
0: Mhm. It wasn't mm-hmm. by right. accident.
1: They knew what they were doing. Yeah.
0: Which, you know, was
1: shocking. Mm-hmm. But
0: that may not always be the case. Right. But it can be. It yeah. really can be. So I think on some level, too. Yeah. You know. Because I think, yeah, because narcissists can tend to be somewhat, you know, sociopathic in terms right. of just only being concerned with their own needs and not really being right. able to empathize. Lacking empathy. Right, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. understand um, others. So, yeah. um, so the dependent person either consciously or unconsciously de- de- deprives the codependent person of love and the attention that they need so we're being deprived of what we so desperately need I can't believe it <laughs> so this causes the codependent person to seek affirmation
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: remember we're not tech savvy we're so tech savvy. If this guys in the middle of it so we're gonna be it's really the batteries we're, low. Gonna try to we're really just gonna tell you now we we're just gonna finish really fast now
0: good lord have mercy okay so um this really um so we're not getting what we need yeah we're not getting what we need so if you've been in a relationship with someone especially a spouse or a partner where you feel like you have this rational discussion or argument and you you know that what you're saying is totally fair Mm -hmm. it's totally right Mm -hmm. it's totally rational and the other person twists it you know Mm -hmm. gaslights you makes makes you think you're crazy crazy, Mm -hmm. and they twist everything that's a codependent circumstance. Yes, or the right silent there. treatment. They yes. give you the silent treatment mm-hmm. and that
1: just breaks your spirit. Right? Or that's angry. A, that's a, a way to control
0: up. you. Right? There's ways that you can control in a, in a, in a marriage relationship.
1: I just had a thought. Tell a me. really good example of what it looks like to control somebody and to be controlled. So the person who is controlling in the beginning we'll call him the narcissist okay. right mm-hmm. who is giving you the silent treatment because right. you did something he doesn't like right? right so you in turn so he's controlling you you in turn try to control him by now your behavior is placating and you're mm-hmm. trying to help A everything piece. feel better mm-hmm. and you're apologizing when you didn't do anything wrong right but trying and, to keep at peace e- you yes. are the peacemakers two, that's in an effort to control him mm-hmm. so right. you're being controlled
0: and you're trying to control which Perfect example. Crazy. Perfect example. But yes. that's what we do. That's what we do. We try to not to rock the boat. We want to keep yes. the peace. We don't want them to blow oh up. Oh my gosh. We apologize. We're right? so sorry. Even when it's not our fault. We when they've acted bad, they hurt us. Mm-hmm. We call them out. Their, Their behavior is normal. Was bad. Yes. And they get angry and turn it back on us, and we find ourselves apologizing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Because now they made us feel like shit. Right. Right. You know. So. Yeah, it's craziness. We but do this, but that's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's so exactly when we, do. we
1: have trouble kind of understanding that codependent people are controlled and are controlling, mm-hmm. that's one example of what that looks like. Right, just really kind of hard. It was hard mm-hmm. for me to wrap my brain around right. in the beginning, but that's an example.
0: That's a great example because because we're going to give you some other kind of examples and definitions of codependency. So. Um, codependency is a bondage to pleasing someone you've Mm -hmm. heard the term people People pleaser pleaser. Mm -hmm. we take that to the nth degree (laughs) we are people pleasers (laughs) on steroids I like to say yes Um, it's being controlled by someone while trying to control that person that's what she just referred to right so that person when you're in a relationship there are healthy ways to to communicate yeah and there are things that will shut down communication Yes. okay Um, now typically for women One of the, some of the things that we do to shut down communication is we'll cry, we'll pout, Mm -hmm. we will give the, or or silent treatment, Mm -hmm. men do this Mm -hmm. too, the silent treatment, or we get angry and we yell and then we attack. Yes. And then we bring up all the other things. Mm -hmm. Instead of dealing with the issue that Mm -hmm. was, yep, that was really, exactly. Mm -hmm. What does that do? it shuts it's down communication, communication yeah. and then that person feels like they're not being heard they're not being heard their heart they're opening their heart to say listen this hurts me what you're doing is wrong and you crush them mm-hmm. and it they don't stymies. have the time to say it that it stifles any other oh. communication and and the relationship is every time you do that it chips away at that foundation yes. it chips it's away chips away until cycle. it just starts crumbling and that's the relationship is on the that's downward that's such a miserable Spiral. cycle oh my mm-hmm. gosh
1: it is when you're not in it anymore you forget what that feels like just you talking about right it, you
0: remember that like it
1: i can feel it physically in my body and it mm-hmm. makes me so grateful that i don't live that way anymore right thank god you don't thank have to god. live that way yep you've been doing it long right?
0: enough right so the next thing is and it kind of segues with yeah. that it's being feeling dependent, uh, a codependent um, feels like they have to make other people happy. It's another people-pleasing, but often it's at the expense Uh, expense. of our own happiness. Mm -hmm. Like we feel guilty if we don't help them, if we say no to something. We tend to get coerced and manipulated or just we don't set boundaries. So it might not be the person's trying to manipulate they're just asking you hey yeah. can you do this you don't want to you have so many other things on your plate you need time with your family your kids but you can't say no and then yeah. you're angry and resentful and you become the martyr and that person would have been fine if you just said no but you were the martyr yeah. you became the martyr so don't you know so don't try to make someone happy at your own expense and you know one of the practical. ways
1: that manifested itself in my life was I can now sit back and look at the years of parenting Um, and I disappeared like I didn't exist anymore I became his wife and their mom and I no longer had an identity of my Mm -hmm. own right I didn't know what I did for enjoyment Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything for enjoyment everything was about everybody else and I lost myself and I thought I was being a great wife and being a great mom but that's part of that lack of balance. We don't even know who we are. We don't I know what I literally didn't know who I. I literally didn't know what didn't I know liked. What I even like. I had to figure out like what my hobbies were. I had no hobbies, and I had to find myself again. And it took years, and it was very, very painful. So yeah. many of us, as women, and as moms, and as wives, do that to ourselves, and then we get into a certain place in our life, you know, we'll call it mid 40, mid midlife. And it can right. be in your 30s, it can be in your 40s, 50s. We'll call it whatever you want. But we find
0: we wake up and we don't know who we are. We've lost ourselves. We've lost ourselves. That our... is also codependent mm-hmm. behavior. It is. If you ever seen that movie Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere, yeah. that's a perfect example. She becomes, she morphs into whoever she thinks the man that she's with wants her, her to be, be. Mm-hmm. but she doesn't even know what right. she really likes. So she embarks on this journey to figure out who she is, yeah. right? Um, so anywho, so if you feel guilty anytime you say no, you're probably codependent, yeah. right? Um, and by the way, you're normal,
1: but you don't have to live that way. Right? We all, A lot of us right? feel that way, but that's, and not, also, that's not healthy. And
0: also, codependency is feeling guilty when everything is not done just right. That's that perfectionism. Yeah. If it's not perfect. Oh, we're, we're bad about Right? That. It just... Ugh. we so beat ourselves up don't we why? do oh either that or we give up and don't even try well, right because if we can't done, do it perfect we don't want to do it right been we just both. give yeah. up um, so here's the crux guys codependency is trying to make a sick person well but ending up sick instead mm. so we end up sick ourselves yeah think about exactly that sit on that for a minute that, that's we can't sit because we have limited You're right.
1: time you put it so we can't so sit on but you can sit, sit on y'all sit on that y'all okay. sit on that
0: <laughs> So codependency is an identity <laughs> problem. We do yeah. say that it's an identity problem. It's a behavioral problem. Yes. It's a relationship problem. Okay, and so every relationship, right? By the way, exactly us,
1: because it all starts with us, right? Because we can't function in a healthy way. Everybody around mm-hmm. us we we interact with um, in an unhealthy way, right?
0: So we just want to help you understand the codependence driving need yeah. to control and rescue and fix other people, um, while identifying right. the behaviors. Oh that come, yeah, help, that come from a person's deep needs going unmet. Yeah. And that's really where this all comes. So you're going to hear us say that a lot. Mm-hmm. We're going to repeat that. Mm-hmm. So when our needs are unmet throughout life, whether it's a family of origin, if it's our marriage, whatever, um, we're going to have these difficult, tangled relationships mm-hmm. with people who should be meeting some of those needs but aren't. Right. And those are realistic expectations in those relationships Mm -hmm. there are expectations in a marriage relationship that certain things are going to happen or certain things are you know expected that don't happen right so um yeah yeah so we're going to talk a little bit more about that Mm -hmm. too so so basically just remember codependents are deeply wounded people who have found (laughs) less than ideal ways to cope with their dysfunction yeah Okay, because we're dysfunctional we too. We have these coping right?
1: mechanisms, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean we have to stay there.
0: Right? So we give up our own ideas. Yeah. Our own identity. Our own power. That's what we give up our power. Our own emotions. Right? <clears throat> we don't know who we are. So instead, we force ourselves to act and feel mm-hmm. in ways that please other people because we so desperately want to be loved mm-hmm. and accepted. Mm-hmm. So we pretend and it's not really us. And we think
1: it's real though. We don't think we, it's pretending. Right? We really we do. do. I, we're became, to please that I became. I mm-hmm. became
0: what who they think I you thought are. want you to be. They yeah. wanted me to be every you know right? whoever they is. You right? know what I mean?
1: It's not even it happens so much, um, and that's one of the things I have found in my life is that I, you know what's funny is I'll kind of, uh, and I watch myself doing this. I'll kind of mold into the person I'm with.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. so,
1: like, for, so, you know, Kathleen and I work together and she'll get kind of like spazzy, start talking fast. And then all of a sudden I'm talking fast. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to
0: slow I it down. I don't need rest. to take
1: that on. <laughs> but that's part of my codependent thing is I take on other mm-hmm. people's stuff mm-hmm. because I can identify with them. And then they feel so good because I can relate to them, which makes me feel good because I've made them happy. Like,
0: it's but just my job cycle. is not to
1: make you happy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my job is to be me. Right. But if you want to be spazzy, you can do that all by yourself.
0: Right? <laughs> exactly. We don't have to get sucked in yeah, but we to do. those other unhealthy yeah. behaviors. And we do because we want to make that other person happy. Yeah. And we, that's not our job. It's not, you know? but we, it's not I
1: don't know our job. our job always. Way,
0: so, so, one of the other things that is important to know and mm. remember is that codependence, living in a dysfunctional relationship, distorts our reality so that we s- we start to believe that good is bad and what is unhealthy seems normal yeah. so in those dysfunctional relationships unhealthy seems normal to us we have no objectivity. Yes. We have no objectivity. We do not
1: see ourselves uh-uh. clearly. What that nope. means is we don't see ourselves clearly. Right. By the way, we think we see ourselves very clearly. We do, clearly.
0: we think we do. If you would have said not. this to us a couple years ago, we'd say, oh no, I'm very introspective. Yeah, I know myself very well. Yes. And by the yeah. way,
1: that's gonna be our next podcast is about objectivity it's and how we lack it because it's so...
0: It's critical that mm, we understand it's this. It's
1: revolutionary. It is, um, and it it's is. So inc- it is critical, right? absolutely.
0: But this lack of reality, lack of objectivity, this is all part of the sickness. Mm-hmm. This is all part of codependency. We have a distorted perception of reality. Mm-hmm. We do. If you're codependent, you do. There I mean we all deny it all day long, yep. but it's true. We're wrong. So yeah. So the deep hurt of these unmet needs for love and acceptance acceptance either numbs you mm-hmm. or it drives you. It drives you to accomplishments, the perfectionism, the workaholism, whatever it is, it drives us to please people and win their approval. Yeah. So we become people pleasers on steroids, like I said previously. It's, yeah. That's just that just doesn't feel good. But there is hope for change. Yeah, and we're here to tell you that there really is hope. And we have we're living proof of it. We are. We really are because yeah. we have we have had insights and revelations and just crazy, crazy light bulb moments where we have realized, oh my gosh. Yeah this is not real, this is not reality, this is, you know, this is what we, this is truth and this isn't truth, and it's just been amazing. And how that's why we
1: wanted to bring you along on the ride, because when you can get that kind of healing, mm-hmm. and when you can get that kind of freedom, you literally want anybody who's willing to do the work to come mm-hmm. with you.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Because we've lived this way for way too many years. Right. It took a long time. Yeah. But we don't have to, we don't have to continue to live that way. Right. And that's the freedom. So and our so next time we're going to talk about objectivity.
0: Mhm. But let me say this really oh, quick. What do you want to say. Okay. It took us a long time to develop these codependency behaviors. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's going to take us that a long we need, time. We so some grace to yes.
1: Because these patterns that you've had for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 60. <laughs> years <laughs> almost are very very deeply ingrained. So give yourself time. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Bring somebody alongside you who will mm-hmm. speak the truth to you and say, you know, that's a codependent behavior you're having. Mm-hmm. And l- be willing to hear it.
0: Be willing to hear be, it. Be because it does,
1: t- you didn't get this way in a week, in a mm-hmm. month, in a year.
0: Mm-mm.
1: You're not going to heal in a week, a month, or a year. Right. But you will see these these changes. And you'll you se- and celebrate them. Incremental celebrate changes, yes. them. And we, we get do that excited. a lot. Yeah. We're like we we pointed out to each other cuz that's another thing. You don't see because we don't see ourselves mm-hmm. clearly. When we're doing well, we also don't see that clearly. Right? So ha- bring somebody alongside you who we can celebrate right? with you.
0: Right? Because we I'll do that say, for each other. Kim, do you hear what you're saying right now? Do you hear what a healthy response that is? Think about what we would, how we would have reacted in the past. Mm-hmm. What growth. Yes. What change, it's right? So and huge. we get super excited we about it, <laughs> and we do. We celebrate, we celebrate it all it. the time. We're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Uh-huh. Do you see how you've changed? Yeah. It's, it's really exciting. And we want that for uh, you. It's amazing. And so it really helps to have at least one person that you feel emotionally safe with, yeah. that you can walk this journey with, that you can be real. I mean, they're going to, Kim has seen me good, bad, and ugly. I mean, she's seen me good, bad, she's and seen ugly. All, she knows everything. She knows yeah, all my she secrets. I'm saying <laughs> <She laughs> we know stuff. all our stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's such a blessing and a gift to have that. And we're really blessed to work together yeah. because That's unusual even too. in that environment where we can still, like, I'll be like, Kim, come <laughs> in my office. <laughs> I need to verbally process yes, to verbally this with you. Process. And we do.
1: But it all started with that book mm-hmm. and and getting together mm-hmm. with a group and not everybody stayed and that's okay. Right. But if, that's, if you don't know where to start and you don't know who to start with, mm-hmm. get the book. Right. Um, publicize it somewhere so that you can put a group together. And start your own group, right? Start your own journey to healing, and we're yes. gonna come alongside you. We're yes. gonna be there for you. We're
0: gonna be there. We're gonna. We've kind of. We've kind of pioneered. We've kind of yeah. g- blazed the trail, yes. so to speak, a little bit here. So um, we're so happy. Um, that if we can help even one person, we're just—it's going to be so worth it. It's going it to be is. an honor and a privilege absolutely. to share um, what we have learned with others because it is absolutely life-changing. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear us say that mm-hmm. all the oh, time because it really is. It is. It's just life-changing mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just revolutionary. Yeah, it really is. So um, we're excited. So hold on. Yeah, stick with us. Stay with us. It's, it's gonna get. It's, it's gonna okay. get better. It's okay. It's gonna You're get scared, It's okay. It's gonna get rough. Okay. before it gets You're gonna better. be fine. Because it's gonna, You will. We'll we'll walk through this with you. Because yeah. it is scary and it's hard. It's not easy. I'm not gonna. And I'm that's not okay. Gonna You're gonna
1: it. have some uncomfortable mm-hmm. moments. Yep. But that's why we are having these uncomfortable conversations, conversations with you because we've had these uncomfortable conversations with each other. Right. And it won't just be on codependency. We have uncomfortable conversations about all kinds Everything. of things. About race. Right. About relationships. About. Our, our, Narcissists.
0: Yes, about, I, mean, I mean just
1: so much so we're gonna have lots of uncomfortable mm-hmm. conversations and if you have something you want us to discuss we're going to find a way for you to communicate that to us because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll start a discussion. We will. And we will have a great uncom- discussion. We we'll have, have an uncomfortable conversation. We're like,
0: we have these profound discussions. We really do. Ourselves. We're like, oh, man, this we should take this. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, stop talking. Yeah. So we, just gonna just stop like, talking yeah, we are going to stop talking now because our battery's going to yes, run Yes, our battery's so. going to die. So <laughs> we're going to see you next time. Yes. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy um, to be on this journey with yeah. you. Blessings, everyone.